Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and discuss all the action in a week to come. In this week's podcast, finally some good news for Tottenham fans as they overcome a two-goal deficit to beat Bournemouth 3-2. Liverpool lose once again, this time to Leeds. Arsenal continue their great form by beating Forest by five. And there are 1-0 wins for both Manchester clubs. Plenty of good action this weekend. So, let's talk football. Right then, here we are. Welcome everybody back Hi to everybody. the podcast. We are here for another week of um, chat. Uh, plenty of stuff going on. Uh, do you want to start? Do you want to start this week so you can have some good things to talk okay, about? Okay, let's, let's start at the Vitality if, Stadium. If, yeah. if we ignore the first 50 minutes. If we ignore the first 50 minutes and me having my fingers over my eye going, oh no, we're going to lose to Bournemouth. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it clicked. Well, yeah. <laughs> was it a particular thing? Was there a change that he made? There was a, was there, there some... there, he, he made the starting eleven with yesterday's game in mind. Obviously, we record this on a Tuesday and it'll go out on a Wednesday. So we've already played Marseille. So I'm either happy or sad. Mm-hmm. Let me know. And... Yeah, there was a lot of changes made with that game in mind. And it didn't work first half at all. We weren't at the races. But bought Lucas Moura on at half-time, and that seemed to have an effect. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. Yeah, good result. Very good Rodrigo result. Rodrigo Bentancourt coming up with his second important goal of the week. Yeah. Ben Davis getting on the score sheet was a very rare thing. Even Ryan Sessignor managed good, to get one as well. It was a good header as well. It was a good header. Davis. Yeah. No. And speaking of good headers, let's not let's not disrespect Kiefer Moore. No, no. I mean, Kiefer Moore was, was very, very good. Yeah. He was very good, you know, for uh, being that focal point for Bournemouth. He is a tricky player to come up against. Obviously, he's made yeah. his way through the Championship and League One and things like that. Well, he is a difficult come right through. He is a difficult customer. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. I'm sure he'll have a leading role for Wales in the World Cup. I would imagine so. Yeah, he'll definitely go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, up to third or keeps us third, keeps us in front of yeah. Newcastle. So yeah, yeah. happy days. days imagine indeed. if we'd Very... have lost though. That would have been three Premier League defeats on the bounce. Yeah, it wouldn't have been ideal. No. So and it wasn't looking good for a it long time. It wasn't looking good for game. a long time. But in Conte, we trust. Conte, you trust. It's just about the players. It's just about the players. Yeah. <laughs> but a good start for Tottenham. Uh, big win, important win. Get themselves back on track. Uh, let's then go to the destruction that was Arsenal demolishing Forest. Yeah. They were just very, very good. Arsenal. They are. I mean, they they are very good, and they've got this knack this season in particular. Of once they put their foot down, they just keep it down. Yeah, and they just I mean, keep going. obviously they get they get the goal early, yeah, which really helps. But then they kind of, you know, they don't really do a lot with it. And then it was after half time, yeah, something just clicked for them after half time again. And yeah, they just went they up. Were, the they gears, were great. They? Yeah, yeah, they were great in that second half. I don't know if losing Saka in the first half may have shook them a bit because I think he had to come off. In there fairly early. He did come off fairly early. Hopefully, it's not going to be too bad. By the sounds of it, he might even be fit for the weekend's game. 
Well, that'd be a bonus because I think we could do with him in the World Cup squad. Yeah, but yeah, particularly with his pace. Obviously, Saka's a very tricky customer. Yeah, yeah, he's very good on the ball, obviously. Yeah, but no, um, Reece Nelson coming up with a couple of goals. He hasn't really had many chances this season, but he's took one. Yeah, he took he his chance. It. Absolutely, as we were saying beforehand, probably too late to make the World Cup squad, but yeah, you know, finally showing what he potentially can do given games. For Arsenal. That's it. It's just whether... whether well, hopefully that should be a good stepping stone for Reese to get a few more appearances under his belt this season. Yeah, I think hopefully. If you do that, you're going to get the opportunity. And then we must uh, mention the screamer that Partey scored. Yeah. Thomas Partey coming to the party. Oh. Yeah, first time hit. Top corner. Uh, and then Odegaard rounded it off with a, with a tidy goal. Good performance for Arsenal. They can't complain. How the season's gone. They're top of the table. Yeah. Two points clear still. I mean, spoiler alert for later on, but um, City were able to get their win in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they needed that, obviously, because, you know, you're playing second, so the pressure's on a bit. Yeah, because City had um, gone top at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't on telly, though. I was goal. confused by that. Yeah, no, there was a there was a few. Well, there was a few games, weren't there, on Sunday? No, there wasn't. There was only the two games. It was only your mm, game yeah. and their game. So I settled yeah. down at 2 o'clock to watch Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest and it wasn't on. Was it on? I've no idea why. Or maybe it just wasn't a weekend for that particular I, fixture. I, I genuinely have no idea why. I was totally confused. Well, there we are. Not for the first right, time yeah. this season, but yeah. Not for the first time. Yes, a good win for Forest. A good win for Forest. Good win for Arsenal. Would have been a great Keeps win for there. Forest, but it never would have been a great win for Forest, especially to follow it up after the Liverpool result. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Liverpool, they've uh, they've gone and lost shooting. again. They've lost again and shooting themselves in the foot at the same time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Joe Gomez, Allison, bit of miscommunication there. Allison seems to go in one place. Gomez plays a blind pass, so doesn't know where his goalkeeper is. It's and then Rodrigo just says, thank you very much. <laughs> he just went, thanks very much. I'll have that, thank you. I did see a, a Liverpool TikToker turn around and say at one point, oh, Rod literally in the build-up to this game, oh, Rodrigo's the worst signing yeah. of the season. <laughs> not not just Leeds' worst signing of the season, the worst signing of the season. Yeah, you don't say things like that before that is, you play that is the instant, team. Yeah. That is instant karma. Yes. Yeah. Instant karma, I'm afraid. Not good at all. But then when they equalised Liverpool, you were kind of like, okay, they've equalised. It's fairly it. early in the game. They'll go on and win this. Yeah, but there was... The thing is, I think they created a lot, but they just couldn't finish. No, you know the I mean? Leeds like... defended very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, obviously, they get the break. The last goal, Somerville, with a really nice, tidy finish. Yeah. Slips it past Alisson, and yeah. Leeds go home very happy. Leeds uh, you know, Leeds need happy, the points yeah. right now, and... You just seen what it mean, means to the players as well, because all the players were going straight to Jesse Marsh at the end of the game, and yeah, that relieves the pressure on him a little bit. Yeah, definitely. yeah, absolutely. It gets them a bit of breathing space, if not too much. It's only a point off uh, the bottom three, but it was a needed win, definitely. Yeah, for them, absolutely. Uh, the one thing we didn't mention actually in the um, in the intro was actually a really big, another big loss at the top of the table was uh, was. Uh, Graham Potter going back to Brighton and, and receiving, receiving a good old spanking. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> a weird performance from Chelsea, I think. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really help when you score two own goals. 
No, the two own goals don't help. But just in general, they just... There was something just lethargic. wasn't quite... Yeah. yeah, it wasn't quite, you know... Great, that's not I mean, a great Brighton were team. right in their faces right from the word go, to be fair. Yeah, which is what they do to most teams that come at them at the Amex. Yeah. You know, they, they have that energy, you know, under Potter and now under current... Deserby. Uh, leadership, yeah. I mean, There's, winning um, at the Amex is not for everybody. I get it. No, it's not. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> It was odd. It was just an odd performance from Chelsea. I mean, you know, they seem to have have been unbeaten for a long time, and you know, since Graham Potter's gone in, so it's not as if he's had a bad start. Yeah. I, I don't know what to. I just didn't know what to make of it. They were just so open and yeah. no, very unChelsea like. Very unChelsea like, particularly under Potter. Yeah. Yeah. They've been stingy in front of goal yeah. or with teams scoring goals against them. Yeah. So for Brighton, yeah, but... four is. Yeah, Brighton have this knack, though, obviously, as we all know, picking up points against the top boys. Yes. And it puts them in <laughs> puts them in and around everyone as well at the same time. Um, Brighton will be absolutely delighted with that performance. I'm sure fans will be Yeah, and it gets, it gets the monkey off of the back for the manager as well. Gets them first yeah. win. Yeah. Under gets his them moving anyway. Yeah. Gets them moving so they can be very, very happy. And I guess, you know, all the players have the insight. How's Graham Potter going to set up his team? He's going to set it up like this. Perfect. We know. Yeah. There is that aspect to it as well, I guess. Yeah. yeah we know what we're coming up against. We know. So what's, well, the, uh, what's the counter the to it perfectly all? Perfectly. And yeah, deserve their win. It was very, very good. Very good indeed. Uh, then elsewhere, Newcastle with a big win over Aston Villa. Another player making his case for the World Cup in Callum Wilson. Indeed. Callum Wilson, who we talked about last week, as having that possibility, and he's in the goals, and he's definitely not—he's uh, not harming his chances, is no, he? At the minute, he's just got to stay fit. That's the only That's problem the... Callum Wilson has. Is That's staying the key fit. thing. Yeah, yeah, he needs to stay fit for this this period, and if he can, and he's firing, and he's playing like this, giving himself every chance of going to the World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Every he's chance. the most—he's the most informed striker we have at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's in amongst the goals. Uh, Almiron as well, again. Another good goal from him. Another beautiful goal from Almiron. And the season of his life so far. He really is, yeah. (laughs) And if it continues, then uh, Newcastle are going to be in. You know, if they're still in this position after the World Cup, I'll fancy their chances of being in that discussion for a Champions League spot, I'll tell you that. Because obviously they will strengthen in January. Yeah. Obviously they'll see, players will see how well they're doing. And, you know... The, know what's them on having the, you know to what sell could... the club to them now is probably going to be a little bit easier because they're yeah. you know they're higher up in the table for for an instance. Exactly. Yeah. So there's there's all the opportunities uh, for Newcastle United going forward. Yeah. It was a it was a good atmosphere as well inside St James's Park. It is rocking at the minute that place. Yeah, I mean every goal that went in, apart from yeah. the penalty, obviously penalty was just a little ding. Every goal that went in, it was roared into the back of the net as you say that yeah. place when they're rocking they are really behind well, the thing team. is even more yeah. so you know when, when you think of the decade or so that they've had to deal with probably more than that in about 15 years or yeah. so of absolute they agony. are riding the crest of a wave Newcastle. yeah they're just yeah. just so happy to have something to cheer about definitely once again at the top of the table uh, let's move on to uh, Man City Leicester, the lunchtime kickoff on Saturday. What a free kick from Kevin De Bruyne! Yeah, bit of quality in a game that lacked Beautiful it. Stuff. I thought 
yeah overall yeah but he you know this is what he's there for yeah and have these little moments of magic is why he's why he's he is the player that he is yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously missing harlan this week through injury so they'll be hoping to get him back um in time for champions league games this week yeah hopefully not that it's that important to city i don't think no i think he champions probably would league. have skipped out on the champions league game anyway yeah yeah but um kept the pressure on because they didn't really look like creating too much no obviously we went back to manchester city last season without a, a recognized striker yeah and they did seem to struggle without him and they did i think alvarez Tried it was a best. hard game for yeah. alvarez to get in just because of the way that leicester just just sat in didn't they they were parked in their own box yeah two, the two banks well the five and the, the five and the, the three the three yeah. anyway and um it was very, very difficult. It for... was very difficult. They were unlucky, Leicester, to be fair. I mean, Tillemans won, come crashing off the bar that's probably still, stay, yeah. still shaking as we speak. Yeah, they had that, you know, when they made the change, I think uh, he, he made a couple of changes, didn't he, towards, you know, they were still 1 0 down, but he thought, you know what, might as well have a go at this point. And they came back into it, Leicester, towards the end. Um, had, a, had a few opportunities. Ian Acho had it a was... shot, which probably should have done better with it, but. Yeah, absolutely. But not to be. No, not but to City, be. But City, yep, keep, keeping the pressure on to Arsenal. Two points off the top after everything was said and done. Um, Yeah, so that's all they can keep doing for now is, Just is wait, wait, yeah. for, wait for that slip-up to come. Uh, it's, it's, in some ways, I'm quite glad that that game between City and Arsenal got postponed. Yes. Because it's allowed, well, in some respects... In some respects, but just for the sake of this situation, yeah, because it's allowed Arsenal to continue to build their confidence, yeah, even after the, the United defeat. Uh, you know, they went on to beat Liverpool, smashed Tottenham, yeah, and and um, and obviously, if Manchester City get out in front, you ain't gonna catch them. That's it, and yeah. it actually just it all it, it just makes that that game is going to be Huge. big yeah. when they when when, when it, it does get happens. rearranged. Yeah. I mean. You might end up having the, the second fixture before you get the first one. It's <laughs> one the, the way things are going. Together, yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes. They might play each other three times in a week in an FA Cup game and two league games or something silly like that. Yeah, double header. Just just play it there Indeed. and then. Yeah, six just points on, Six points up for grabs. No, they have to play 180 minutes though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what a double header means. But that's, what, that's what has to happen. <laughs> right. Um... What else? What else did we have? Uh, Palace beating Southampton on Saturday. Yeah, Olsen Edward with good the goal. finish. It was a good goal that they they created a lot of chances actually. That, that those four up front for Palace when they're on song. Yeah, you know you you bring Eze, Olise, Zahar, and Edward in. There some of the movement between the four of them was was really good. I felt. Yeah, and it's what created the goal for for Edward as well. And there was a few other chances. I think Edward maybe could have done a little bit better with. There was one that flashed across the box, and he was fucking probably a stood half yeah. a stood away from getting it. Yeah. But um, no, Palace will be happy. They need again. I mean, they both could have done with a win down there. Palace, uh, really. Palace into the top half. Yeah, that win takes Palace up to tenth. Southampton just about staying outside of trouble, but they're on the same amount of points as Leeds and Villa, on twelve points just outside there i mean villa went from their four nil win last week so we forgot to mention villa when we were talking about that game yeah um to the performance that they put in again yeah. really poor again 
yeah, back, this week. Back to, back to type, as they say. Yeah, it was. It was. They win four 0 They've lost four 0 It's it's a strange. So they situation haven't gained they've anything really. Well, apart from the three points from the week before, I guess. Yeah. Which, yeah. If nothing, if not in goals. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he went for the same team. It just didn't quite fire the way it did the week before. But yeah, that's all credit to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Must be said. Uh, then we had what else did we have? Brentford Wolves one all. Diego Costa. Diego Costa. Oi. I can't believe what he did. He had two goes at him. Yes, he did. He literally had. He's like, oh, I missed the first one. I'm going to have another go. Yeah. What is he doing? Yeah. Lunatic. Welcome back and to the Premier League, Diego. Loon. We've missed you. He's an absolute loon. Well, he's not going to be playing. Well, I don't think. I think he's he's suspended now to the Boxing Day game, any? Uh, no, he'll miss the Boxing Day game as well. It's three oh, he's missing that one. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought I thought he was going to be back because isn't there a Carabao Cup game in between? As well? I don't know whether the Carabao Cup has its own card system. Oh, I thought it'd be included. I but okay. One of the one of the cup competitions has its own carding system, and I can't remember right, okay. if it's the Carabao or the FA. Right. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll find. We'll find <laughs> out in maybe December. maybe it's a miscalculation from Diego. He thought, you know what, I'm going to get Christmas off. Nope. He may well but have might to not. play. <laughs> he, might, he might do. It livened um, up yeah. a very okay game. Well, it livened up. It was the 97th minute he got sent off. Yeah, but it, it, it ended in a fiery sort of scuffle. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, the game was. It was nothing really that game, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, it just kind of happened. It was two sides who battled and then cancelled yeah. each other out, basically. It wasn't. It wasn't the only game that that happened. Oh, I think no, 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 Very no. similar. Do, do we really need to talk about the Arpads Five game? <laughs> not particularly it was it happened again it happened there was lots of chances yeah not many on but target no. but it was no yeah it was all right it was it was one of those programs that if you had it on it was kind of just a background thing you weren't really paying much attention i certainly wasn't anyway that's it that's it <laughs> no no not much to talk about there and then we'll save the centurion for last the Centurion will save him for last. Marcus Rashford gets his 100th goal for Manchester United at the age of technically 24. Yep. It's his birthday Monday. Happy birthday um, for Monday, Marcus. Yeah, 25 now is Marcus Rashford. He's already got over 300 appearances for Manchester United and 100 goals. Yeah. I think he can be happy with that. And it was a, it was a It was a very good header at the back post. Yeah, I I looked at it and I watched it, and I know a lot of people have said it as well since. But I watched it and I saw him do it. And I thought I've never seen him attack a ball like that. Ever. No, no, from a head, from a head anyway, for a header. But then I've sometimes when just... they come in at that sort of pace, I mean, Christian Eriksen has a very good delivery. That's not that. Yeah, yeah, not sort of. Oh no, it's phenomenal yeah. ball in because even that, even that little play. I think Casemiro's screaming at Dallo, "Give it to me, give it to him." Yeah, and Dallo's like, "No, no, 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 wait." He had <laughs> he a very good game, Dallo, as well. Hello was brilliant, and then obviously the ball in the little interplay between Bruno and, and Ericsson. Yeah, and then the ball in is great, and just the way that Rash Rashi runs onto it. Yeah. I've, I've not really, I've never seen him attack a, a football from a head like that. He normally, you'll sit back, yeah, yeah, no. and wait for it to come to I, him, and then try I and do something it with just it. That inviting, Chris. It, it was just begging me to be headed into the back of the net. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was a wonderful, wonderful goal for us, um, and then it was it was it was. Absolutely a defensive masterclass. The, the... <laughs> well, it was to a degree, I guess, but it was 
you know, battle stations. It was body on the line. Yeah, because West Ham came at you. Second oh, half. they really did. Yeah. They had, you know, they had good chances. I mean, some of the saves De Gea was pulling off. And he's not and going Harry to the, back cup, in the team. which is shocking. In a, in oh, a it's unbelievable. <laughs> the, like, I, I never want to hear De Gea slander ever again. I, I, it's it's unbelievable. He's not going to the World Cup, by the way. Mm. What a shocking decision. Good for he, you. He's but, he's still the yeah. best goalkeeper they've got. Yeah. By a country mile. I mean, I, I don't know who the other three are, but obviously, <laughs> absolutely shocking. I know David Reyes won. That's the only Spanish goalkeeper yeah. I can think of off the top of my head. But it might be Unai Simon uh, si- oh, yeah, from, yeah, uh, yeah. from Bilbao. Yeah. Uh, don't know who the third one no. would be, but but David De Gea should be on the the front, the three, take the him. top three. Yeah, absolutely. You can't take him. How can you not take him? He's still one of the best in the world. Were you He's still one of the best in the world? Were you nervous when Harry Maguire was named in the starting eleven? Uh, I mean, I expected it. Yeah, I think, I think for Harry, I actually think this break, this injury, might have done him the world of good. Yeah, because it, it just Thank it meant he could just. Off. Exactly, yeah. could just get out of the way and and gone and into the background and and then he had those forty five minutes in the Europa League yeah. last Thursday, which was an easy easy way to ease yourself back in because mm-hmm. yeah. Sheriff, I don't think had a shot, let alone a shot on target. I don't think they had a shot in that game last week, so it was just a nice easy way to have forty five minutes under your belt, yeah, uh, and then to come back in the way that he did because I think Lindelof picked up a knock as well, mm-hmm. yeah, um, so he wasn't available anyway. Come in, put that. You know that'll be that'll boost his confidence a lot. He was he was very very good in that game ahead. And, and as you mentioned earlier, Dallo with yeah, all those back post superb. headers, superb. That post right headers back. was brilliant. Yeah, because he just he got the danger away. And yeah. normally you associate, uh, particularly in the past, not this season, you expect Dallo to make a mistake every now and again. But he was faultless on Monday, Sunday. Yeah, he was he yeah. was good. He's he's really growing into it now. You can see. Quality that Jose saw in him back in the day. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, really good performance. And De Gea in partic- made one particular save, and I think I saw something on Twitter which made me laugh. It was um, De Gea with a cat-like reflex from a Kurt Zuma header. Oh, boom! boom. <laughs> I thought was I thought was quite nice. Oh dear! I thought it was quite oh good. Dear. We take those. <laughs> Unlucky Kurt. Right. Uh, that's it then, isn't it? That's all Premier the Premier League, League games rounded up, yeah. All done and dusted, look at that. Record time. Right, uh, on to around the world then. Let's see what's going on elsewhere okay. in the football world. So I'll start this week in the WSL, where Tottenham put eight past Brighton, which triggered Hope Powell to resign as Brighton boss. Nikita Paris scored once more as Manchester United beat Everton 3-0. There were also wins for Arsenal, Manchester City, Reading and Chelsea this weekend. In the Bundesliga, Union Berlin scored a 97-minute winner to keep hold of top spot as Bayern were beating Mites by six goals to two. Bayer Leverkusen remain in the bottom three after losing to Leipzig. In Serie A, Torino shot AC Milan by beating them by two goals to one as Napoli continued to set the pace after a 4-0 win over Sassuolo. In League 1, PSG and Troyes yeah, seven goals with PSG winning out in the end. Alexander Lacazette scored the only goal as Leon beat Lille. Lons continued to be the best of the rest as they beat Toulouse by three goals to nil. In La Liga, Barcelona 
close the gap to one point after a narrow win over Valencia as Real Madrid were held by Granoa. Sevilla dropped into the relegation places after losing 1-0 to Rayo Vallecano. In the MLS, LAFC beat Austin 3-0 and Philadelphia beat New York City 3-1 to set up a final this week to crown the champions of the MLS. We're off to Uruguay for a second, next to where Luis Suarez helped Nacional to win the league title after beating Liverpool, ironically, 4-1 after extra time. Down under, Not that um, Liverpool. What was that? Not that Liverpool. Not that Liverpool, Different. no. Different Liverpool. Down under, it's red cards galore this week. Four in six matches, the most costly one coming for Western United, who were 2-0 up before losing a man. They lost the game 4-2. Whoops, Daisy. And finally, we go to the EFL this week for the crazy ending to a game. Charlton and Ipswich were going into added time 2-2 before two stoppage time goals for Ipswich seemed to have secured three points. Not so, as Charlton scored twice themselves in the nine minutes that were added on. George Dobson scoring the equaliser in the ninth minute of added time. That's a crazy game. 4-4. you got to love a 4-4 draw. Yeah, but a 4-4 draw in the space of stoppage time, by the way. Well, it's two, yeah, it finished 2-2, essentially, in stoppage time, which is yeah. crazy. <laughs> Unbelievable what a, what a scenes. result of the Valley. Unbelievable scenes. Uh, okay, so that's us around the world. Big, exciting things happening in those leagues. Uh, but we must, we must check in with our old friend Donis. Let's check in with Donis. How's he getting on? So, FC Zurich picked up their first win of the Europa League group stage after beating Bodo Glint by two goals to one. Uh, Donis was nowhere to be seen in the oh, no. subbench or anything like that. So I thought perhaps he's picked up an injury. No, he's not picked up an injury. No. So Dang. goodness knows. So I thought, oh, he'll be in the side for Saturday's game. They yeah. won this weekend. Oh. Jonathan nice. Akita with the goal. So they have won their first game this season. No sign Brilliant. of Donis at all. Oh dear. Not even on the bench. And they named yep. one less substitute. So he could have been on the bench. He's got to be injured. It's, I can't find anything. That tells me he's injured. Surely. Not on the pop mob app that I use. Nothing. Surely he's injured. They can't name one less sub and not put him on. He must have upset someone otherwise. Well, he's not looking well, we'll good find come out. the January guess, window, guess, is it? Yeah, I guess we'll find out in January, whatever happens to poor old Donis. Right. Uh, don't forget, guys, if you do want to get in touch with us about your football club, you want us to talk about something, then please do tweet us at Let's Football Pod, or you can send us an email, letsfootballpod at gmail.com. Um, before we go, we're going to have a quick run through the fixtures coming up this weekend. Yes. So there is no 12.30 game this week, only a 12 o'clock game on Sunday. So 3 o'clock is where we start. Nottingham Forest take on Brentford. Wolves take on Brighton. Manchester City take on Fulham. Leeds take on Bournemouth before the half-past five game, which is Everton versus Leicester. Then we head to 12 o'clock when Chelsea take on Arsenal on Sunday. Three games at 2 o'clock on Sunday. Aston Villa take on Manchester United. Southampton take on Newcastle. West Ham take on Crystal Palace before the big game at 4.30. Tottenham versus Liverpool. Yes, very interesting games coming up this weekend. In the Arsenal, penultimate Chelsea. round of fixtures before the World Cup. Indeed, indeed. So Chelsea, Arsenal's huge. 
Tottenham, Liverpool, not as big. There's a lot of games but, in um, London on Sunday. <laughs> lots of games in London. Good luck. Good luck, Met Police. <laughs> Have fun with all those games. I'm sure they'll pull a few in from elsewhere. But anyway, uh, we must we must head off. We must. Uh, hopefully, you all enjoyed the podcast. Um, we will be back next week with all the funny games and news and all the things that have happened this week. So for now, we'll catch you all a little bit later. All right, bye. Bye.